Welcome to Sacred Rebels with Claire and Erica. Hey. Did it. A new one. There we go. <laughs> Hello, everybody. What has been happening? I hope your week was as crazy as ours was this last week. Um, yeah. So the big thing that happened was that new moon. There's more than that, but the new moon in the T square, I would say, over the weekend. Talk about the T-square again. Remind us what that was, because I remember that it was all fixed in lots of, like, angry, crunchy yes. energy, but. <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, I also have a video of it on my um, oh, Facebook yeah. page where, so, like, in that video, I basically kind of, like, went more in-depth into, like, the degrees and the human design gates and everything at play, but, yeah, so right after well, basically, we had the new moon, which was kind of at play. That's kind of when it started. And then it tightened up on Saturday and kind of went throughout the whole weekend. And it was basically that Pluto was at zero degrees Aquarius. Jupiter was at zero degrees Taurus. And Mars was at zero degrees Leo. So a zero degree. I did exact... not think about that, the zero degree part of it. Ew. And I said, I said in that video that whenever I think of zero degrees, I think of like a seed or an egg right it's like the most powerful yeah. planting kind of energy and that was perfect of course because we had a new moon too so like it yeah. was perfect intention setting energy but with the squares and the oppositions it was like it was basically like a challenge <laughs> or an uncomfortable feeling of setting these intentions in the most possible authentic way Oh my God, you said that so perfectly. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but it is true. Like, so in other words, like we had to make uncomfortable boundaries probably this weekend. And we had to like, like, I know that there was like three I can think of, which is not normal. I'm not just setting boundaries here and there all the time, you know, but like I had very distinctive, like I even had to ask for help for one because I was like, I have no fucking idea what to do. I've never been this version of myself yet. I almost want to cry about it. Like, it's like, it was very, it was very hard for me. And to be showing up for myself in that way. And I even said that in the, like, sentence that I said to the person. Like, this is not fair to me. Like, something along those lines. So, yeah. So, I hope you guys did that, too. <laughs> And like I said, too, last week about all of the caretaker energy, I talked a lot about that in my video, too, that that's part of the challenge, right? Is that, like, to be the best caretaker that you can possibly be means that you need to take care of yourself. And it means that you need to allow other people to also learn for themselves. And that's, like, you know, that has been the thing hitting me with my daughter is that like, you know, am I, am I taking care of her in a way that's rescuing her where she's not ever learning any <laughs> lessons? She's not ever figuring things out for herself or implementing plans for herself, or am I caretaking her in a way that keeps her safe while she still has that freedom to grow on her own and, uh, and allowing her to feel that uncomfortable feeling, you know, not rescuing, wow. rescuing yeah. her out. And that's kind of like my unhealth, my toxic trait, right? Is that when someone else feels uncomfortable, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And then I quickly try to get out of it. And it's like, that's, that's not the best way I can be. 
right? So yeah, I think so we've all have been... I told you this before where you could do the Aquarius approach to that and look at it as a look at it as a scientific experiment yeah so first of all that's how I look at everything and everybody yeah. in my life and like you know like my boyfriend always gives me shit about it um but yeah I've been thinking of it in a way of like where I ask her questions a lot more than I used to you know like and try to actually I actually kind of use you in that way of like a role model as well too because I know <laughs> that whenever I've come to you needing help or needing to sort mostly with emotions, right? Cause that's where I'm still uncomfortable with. So mm -hmm. like when it comes to emotions and stuff and like, you know, just like, how does this feel or where, you know, like just asking a lot of questions and trying to help her unravel it for herself. Good. Yeah. But even just the word uncomfortable, being able to have that scientific approach as an Aquarius to just look at that and feel that, I actually find it so amusing. It's funny you say that because I had that feeling hit me really hard last night. Like, you know, when you're about to like go on a roller coaster, like when the roller coaster is about to go over the edge and you get the like butterflies yeah. in your tummy, sometimes that'll hit me out of nowhere, you know, and it'll make me like my brain will kind of start going on this hamster wheel of like, well, something bad must be about to happen. Like, that's where my brain automatically oh, goes. It's like, wow. it's like, it's like my intuition trying to tell me that something bad is going to happen. But then, you know, like you said, with the experiment, I kind of just like took because I've been really experimenting with my own regulation, yeah, as we good. talked about. So I took a deep breath and just kept saying like, you know, I'm safe. I'm here. I'm present. Like Perfect. that kind of stuff. Cause I knew Good. that that's what it was existentially. Yeah. Right. So right. yeah. It's an anxiety little bubble guts. And I thing. think too, to add on that, that like, if you, anybody listening, like in the spiritual realm, like that sometimes shit just hits you out of nowhere that you have no logical explanation. And it for. could be empathetically from somebody else or yourself or, a guide or whatever but in that moment right then you don't have to stop and figure it out whatever you can this too shall pass breathe through this ground it down whatever i always like take it and disconnect it because i know exactly what feeling you're talking about that is very like i randomly get that and it, i associate it with almost like crying like i feel like so when weird. i get when I get the BGs, the bubble guts, I feel like I could cry because the BGs to me is feelings. It is emotions. It's big emotions. Like when me and Cho first started dating, I remember getting the bubble guts so much and I like wanted to cry just because the emotion is so beautiful. I'm a little bit too much in that area. Well, no, no, no. But that's beautiful because I think that that's kind of my thing is I've always been so disconnected from yeah. emotions and stuff like that, that, you know, it hits me in a way <laughs> that my brain just wants to go, you know, crazy over it. I swear, like what you just said, it's like, you know, that it's an emotion, you know, yeah. like I don't even think about crying when I feel that way. Oh, see, and I think it's because, you know, as us growing up, um, in the generation that we did, like the second that you feel like you need to cry, you have to be like, <laughs> you know, like you're immediately like body. <laughs> so um, that's when I know that. And that's why I disconnected. And I guess that's probably why I became so, I was trying to look for a petrified wood, so attached to petrified wood for me, because that's the the energy that I'm able to just be like, doop 
boop and just put it into the petrified wood and I'm just detached. I can already tell with the tarot that I pulled today of what we're going into. So we should just start because we're going to keep tangenting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yes. And I want to kind of like, I want to, when I hopefully try to upload this one to YouTube, go and make like little timestamps for people. So I want to we're make learning, it clear. Guys. Bear with us. <laughs> so I want to make it clear, like every time I start on a new day, I'm going to be a little bit more pronounced with it. Right. So yeah. Monday. This is Monday. Yeah, this is Monday. Uh, May 22nd. So Jupiter has moved, Ju Jupiter and Mars have moved to one degree. So that T square isn't as strong with Pluto now, but since Mars and Jupiter are keeping pace with each other, they're still in a pretty tight square. Um, and it's funny because if you, if you did watch my video, then you know how I talked about how Pluto was kind of the the scapegoat of the whole thing anyway, because Pluto is at its fall in Aquarius. So a lot of people will mm. bypass Pluto, right? Because it's not as strong in Aquarius because Aquarius always wants to look to the future, to be more positive, to be looking on the bright side as to where Pluto's like, no, we need to go into the past. We need to dig deep down. We need to look at the gross and the ugly. So they conflict each other. So now that we've moved this whole T-square off of Pluto a little bit, now don't get me wrong, it's still there because it's only one degree away. Um, but now that we've moved off of it a little bit, again, it's going to be even easier to bypass those Pluto lessons. So um, what I want to say about that too, though, is that with Mars at play, we are getting a lot of ambition to move towards whatever we are setting our intentions in, especially with that Jupiter and Taurus energy, these are going to be long-term goals, right? Long-term plans, the bigger picture of, yeah. of your plans. Um, but like I said, with that Pluto kind of getting swept under the rug, you can also be too much into the Mars energy, which can give you a lot of like, you know, anger and aggression and... <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking that as I was about to say it, I was like, yeah, just, you know, frustration even. And I think that, I don't know, some, sometimes I'm feeling too with this Taurus energy. I think it's kind of giving everyone these feelings of like, I've been working so hard for this for a whole fucking year. And why isn't it done yet? Like, why can't I have it yet? Um, oh, and with just hitting Gemini season with that on top of it. Oh, God. Yeah, because now now your your mental your, shit your is logic has kicked in with your feelings, with your anger. It's a lot, and then that Pluto is like you're gonna change. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool part about where Pluto is right now and where Jupiter is right now, especially in the human design world, is it's about um it's about working within your limitations and getting creative about overcoming things that are within your limitations. Right. So that's why you feel this impatience because this hasn't worked out yet, but it hasn't worked out yet because you're basically supposed to be taking what you already have and learning how to put those things together to get you further towards where you want to go rather than it just dropping down into your fucking lap. And I think that that's where everybody's getting hung up right now is that they think yeah. that, it's something that's it's just supposed, supposed to, to just, happen yeah. to them. And it's like, no, not right now, right? Like right now it's time for you to be cultivating and growing what you already have. And uh, what, can I say something really quick? Yes. Please. I feel like what you're describing. So 
I'm going to go off on a, a tangent about forgot about Dre again. It's going to happen. I just have to. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so I have a dead person. His name is Sean. His nickname is Six. I have had this last weekend. I had a lot of stuff like go on with him. Um, if I start crying, it's okay. Um, it's, it, I've had a lot of, he popped up a lot this weekend, basically is what I'm trying to say. And I had, um, through the boundary thing that I was just talking about with you, I had this whole thing that pop up in my head where, um, after I made the boundary, then the forgot about Dre song comes in into my head. And that's my dead person six's way of showing me like you did it, you know? So <clears throat> the meaning of that song have we done this on this podcast before or have I, I just done this? I don't people? think so. I don't okay. think so. You've done it with me. And I just like, as you're talking, I just imagine we cut to the music and the sunglasses come over your face and it's like thug life. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's so funny because like, if you knew six as a person, like at the last stage of his life, he was so gangster, but like Eminem is like not gangster, you know? So he was more like tech nine. So he appeals to me with the Eminem because he knows I know this anyways. <clears throat> so the forgot about Dre song, the part where I'm going to just fucking look the lyrics up. I'm going to, Oh my God, it's almost 11, 11. So we, Oh, Ian get huge. Okay. Forgot about Dre lyrics. <clears throat> my throat is so weird today. Okay. Um, hang on one second. I just need to find it's the it's this main line is the one that just like, oh, you know, Fuck, come on. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm having that ADHD overwhelm because there's way too many words happening right now, you know. I know I was like I was like thinking of this whole thing that just happened and I was like I'm not gonna say it otherwise she won't be able to concentrate on looking yeah. man <laughs> this ADHD is strong right now okay so here we go because <clears throat> I'm from the streets of Compton I told them all all the little gangsters who you think helped mold them all now you want to run run around talking about guns like I ain't got none what you think I sold them all Okay, so in my life, that means, <clears throat> like, I have been doing this since 2010. So that's me being from the streets of God. <laughs> <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's, that's what that means. It's like, I've been doing this for so long. And I have been molding and teaching and telling people, you have to have boundaries. You have to be mean. You need to be impeccable with your word. You need to be strong. And then when people get mad at me for doing that, that's where I'm like, what do you think? That's where the guns come. Like, what do you think? I sold them all? I'm still the same fucking person. Okay, I'm done.
Dude, I love that. Okay, just a little quick funny side story. So the other day, Charlie was brushing her teeth or something. And I started, I don't know how it started, but she said something and it reminded me of the other Dre song where it, like, it starts out with like, ring, ding, dong, yeah. ring, you know? So I started singing that to Charlie. And then she was like, she was like, what song is that? And I was like, you don't know who Dr. Dre is? And she was like, no. And then my brother from the other room, he was like, she forgot about Dre. <laughs> We all just started dying anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's been a thing for me, especially this whole year, because this is when Critty was with me. And I think it was so much stronger because Six knew Critty too. So his energy was closer. Um, and that's back to the caretaking thing again, too, you know, with all of this. Oh, Six, I totally took care of him. So that makes sense. So, yeah, we got to find our inner gangsters, our inner badasses, be able to stand up for ourselves. We know what we need to be doing. That Pluto thing is going to make it very fucking shitty if we don't just do it, you know? Okay. And I think that that is so true, too. And if anybody needs help not bypassing that Pluto energy, it is right on top of my Black Lilith. And so I have not been able to bypass that fucker. So, like, yeah, if you need to talk. Um, wow. Huh. <laughs> but okay. So also today the moon is in cancer back to that caretaking energy. Yeah. But I think that it's cool. We are getting this very good emotional, like, I think of it as like just this emotional cleansing kind of taking place today and tomorrow. All this bullshit that we've been going through, even with like, you know, Venus's transit into Cancer and Mars through Cancer. Mars hated being in Cancer. So I think that that was difficult. But now the moon is where she wants to be. And she is like in sync and in alignment. And I feel I feel it as that anyway, is that it's just kind of just this like shower, right? This like emotional cleansing taking place. And I just had the realization that since Pluto has moved into Aquarius, we have never been able to really enjoy cancer energy for the last 15 years. Wait, what? Pluto. Was in Capricorn opposing oh. all cancer for the last 15 years. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying now. Huh. Ain't so that now some shit? I know I never thought of that until right now. So now when it's going through Venus, this is the first time it's went through Venus in the past 15 years where we are able to feel loved. With feel, feel it without that loved. opposition. Yep, feel it without that like pull yourself up by the bootstraps bullshit coming in on the other side. Ah, I wow, love that. Yeah. Good job, Claire. That was a good one. It I wasn't me. That. It just popped into my head. I don't know who it was. <laughs> that is cool, though. I think, too, that Pluto, like I said, Pluto in Aquarius isn't, like, Pluto in Capricorn was a lot more gnarly, for sure, than Pluto oh, yeah. in Aquarius. But keep in mind that it's coming back into Capricorn soon. Yeah. And it's coming back to- We get this to... right now, so let's just enjoy it. <laughs> yes, yes. So, and I think that, uh, I think that as time goes forward too, it'll be kind of like, I feel it as too, is like, we're all in the same boat. Like when Pluto is oh, yeah. in, in Aquarius, we're all kind of collectively going through it. So, um, that feels better too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So sun is now in Gemini as well. So we are officially in Gemini season. We kind of already talked about that, but I think that while it's in Gemini season, we are, um, we are, uh, taking account of our thoughts 
and being more aware of our thoughts, especially at first, um, with it being in that, I don't remember, I just talked about it, the human design gate that it's in now too. I read up on that and it was like, slow down, be in the moment, observe your thoughts. Um, And that's so hard for every Gemini I know. They freaking hate it. They hate meditating. I I still have yet to get a Gemini to freaking meditate. So like- They have to do something else. Same with Virgos. Like the only way that I can get Geminis and Virgos to meditate is like, go for a walk and listen to a guided meditation or sew or knit or color or whatever and then meditate. Like they have to be doing- Doing something- But that is kind of the lesson, though, with the archetype of Gemini is that you're always trying to distract yourself. And, um, you know, so that's why things like meditation and being in the moment are important, because Gemini is like you. What? How did you used to explain it? The freeway in the third eye, basically, it's like rush hour hour traffic. Yeah. Rush hour traffic in the in the third eye. So you have to be able to constantly be like, and it's also about this information overload hitting you in all these different ways. So if you're the type of person that feels comfortable having the news on in the background while you're writing on your computer, while your kid is telling you a story, like that kind of stuff. For me, I can't stand that. I need one at a time. If my kid's talking to me, I need to shut the TV off. Like, Mm. So be aware of that and be aware of how this information is coming in. Like, you know, for instance, if you have the news on in the background and it's all just a bunch of negative bullshit, that shit's getting stored in there. That shit is clouding up your third eye. Right. So like just to be kind of aware of that as we go forward. Yeah. Like what is so we were talking about in Taurus season. What do you value? What do you value? Like so much. So when we come into Gemini season, what information are you allowing to come in and what information is valuable to you? Like you need to be looking at that. Like, do you really need to be watching the news? I'm fucking watching the news in years and I'm fine. I know that I don't know a lot of stuff, but I'm fucking okay with that. (laughs) And it's like, like, uh, it's funny too. Cause I put this, I think in my video that I was making as well about like how, uh, one of my biggest, issues with a lot of other mainstream astrologers or like woo-woo people is that they do a lot of like fear-mongering and so they'll say you know like oh when this transit happens a giant disease is gonna break out and we're all gonna die and um I was talking about how like you know when you're when you're speaking and when you're listening how the messages can either be um expanding and uplifting or they can be contracting and depleting right so it's like yeah you might see something so like same with the news right like it might seem like it's all bad and everything's gonna end if you turn on the news and that's depleting that's contracting because then you end up in a more nihilistic headset where like headspace where you're like well why fucking why do why paint this picture when the world's just gonna end anyway you know and whether you realize that consciously or not it's going on as where personally that's why when i give out my astrology messages i do always try to make them uplifting and maybe you know it's like maybe that was spiritual bypassing but we can look at the ugly and then still see the bright side of it and move forward because if i think if i'm just like oh it's all doom and gloom then there's no fucking point and then we are manifesting more doom and gloom you know we're putting those vibes out there to happen (laughs) excuse me i think that um 
I agree. And I understand where you're coming from. And I love that you just said that I want that you put out more uplifting and stuff like that, because it's hard to say that now, especially with the gatekeeping and the spiritual community and blah, blah, blah. But um, what I want to add to that is that having positivity can be a goal. And if you have goals for growing, and that's just passing through bad, passing through good, passing through whatever, like goals to get to the next feeling, thing, whatever. If you choose growth, of course, you're going to choose to try to be happy. You're not going to choose to not be happy. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that. No, because that's basically touching on what I'm trying to say is that I'm, I'm not trying to just be like toxically positive, yeah. like, you know, but I'm saying that like, kind of Let's like be realistic, said, yeah. right? Like kind of just what you just said, the over the big picture, the overarching point is to not to be happy 100% of the time, but maybe just to be happy for more moments than I'm currently happy or to get mm. through the bad moments a little bit better, or a little bit quicker or a little bit more smoothly until I'm back into that good feeling I want to feel again. But I think that a lot of a lot of people out there in this community are either one way or the other. They're yeah. either you should be happy all the time. And if you're not, then you're a fuck up and you're doing something wrong, which is bullshit. None of these spiritual gurus or entrepreneurs are fucking happy all the time. I don't give a shit. Like, I do not believe that. Nobody is. Or Man, I fucking woke up so pissed off today. I have never been in touch with this much anger in years. Like, we're not all happy all the time. Like, but it's I how we react and deal yeah. with those feelings. That is what makes the difference. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And then there's the other side of it where it's just all bad, all fear mongering, all negativity. Yeah, shadow work when it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, and those are the types of people that are trying to keep you stuck in a cycle of healing so that yeah. way you always need them. Yeah, yucky. Yep. <sighs> okay, we're enough of that. Let's go. I on. felt your anger there for my heart was like, right. okay. So also Mars is now in Leo. We already kind of talked about this too, but I did want to point out with this that Venus is going to retrograde in Leo at the end of July. So we are going to be getting a lot of this Leo energy from here on out because Mars is going to be here for a while too. So with that being said, just to keep in mind that Leo energy is really good for inner child work. It is really good for authenticity finding. It is really good for creativity it is really good for the solar plexus and sacral chakra. Um, but I guess like trying to say anything negative to watch out for, it could be just like over-dramatizing things or not being humble. This is one thing I did write down. Having the um, discernment to know when you should be front and center stage and taking up attention and taking up space in a room, but also being humble enough to give that attention to someone else when you know that it's needed. Mm. And a lot of ego. And it's in Venus. So this is with your ego with relationships, your ego with money, your ego with friendships, your ego with your job, all of the things. I'm already seeing... <clears throat> excuse me, things with people, friends, clients that it's going to be popping out from them. So it's going to be a good thing. It might be like a good ego death that happens. Um, I mean, and to me to be the warning person that I am like Venus, Venus retrogrades are hard. That doesn't hit till July though. Just yeah. to say that. Yeah. But yeah. 
we're getting a taste of it now with Mars energy. With Mars and Leo, yeah. So, yeah, that must be all this anger that I'm. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> because too, it can also be the other side of the ego death. Like I think also for me and you, sometimes since we are, we have a lot of Aquarius energy too. It's kind of for us more. It's like when we kind of get hit with that whole where we've been invalidated or ignored or unseen you know what i mean it kind of hits us with oh, these leo yeah. transits or at least i feel like that's what it does for me and then i get that i get that fire up under my ass to be like you know no i matter too listen Stick to me up for ourselves yeah. better okay so yeah i guess that is a good thing yes <clears throat> as we're working through all these boundaries as we're talking about yeah okay so mars and leo gonna be a little bit more fiery but the, it's, it's fixed it's a fixed sign so you can contain that fire it doesn't have to get crazy yep and it just goes back to that authenticity thing really like as long as you're being authentic with yourself you're good to go that's basically all you need to know about that okay tuesday may 23rd uh the moon is still in cancer and uh it's going to square chiron tomorrow briefly and mars is also still squaring jupiter so um and it's going to conjunct venus so i think too that tomorrow you might get a brief little glimpse of like where other people are maybe wounding you or hurting you and uh just pro just process that emotions i don't think it's going to take any action like it's not something you necessarily need to act on but it's something you need to feel and it's something that you need to process as you feel and uh with that mars well, i need to say this because you have to remind yourself that this is a part of gemini season and chiron is in aries and mars is in leo like shit could fly out of your mouth the only reason why i say that you have a better chance of that not happening is because of the moon and its home sign and just kind of like that just just feeling you know just feeling. i feel okay. like that's going to be stronger than all that other shit going on but okay. you know, you're right, Claire. Like it could, it could, mm -hmm. but I think that it won't if you if you feel your feelings. If basically. you choose to feel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, dude. This week ahead is kind of just meh and, yeah. and weird. I don't know. It feels weird to me. Mars is like still um what's that? I was like, I need to look up what I got going on tomorrow. What is my life? Like, do I need to cry? I need to, like, make some time. I'm okay. I think I'll be good. All right. Dude, I'm going to be so busy these next few. Ugh. Yeah. I don't even want to. Okay. okay. So, uh, Mars, Mars still doing its square thing to Jupiter, too. So, we've already talked a lot about this. Just keep that in mind, too, with tomorrow. And that's, that's really all I had written down for Tuesday. I don't know, uh... Okay, I want to say something because this just popped into my head. When it comes to these early days or the May days of Gemini, um, and I never really talk about this that much when it comes to like, um, you know, the May Geminis are different than the June Geminis or whatever, you know, you have to think of it in the case of they're a little Taurus-y, you know, they have that Taurus energy in there. 
So uh, the reason that I feel that I could be an expert on this is because I literally know so many people in this week's birthday, like my mom, my sister, my best friend, ex person that I used to work with an ex per like, so every single day, like, so anyways, <clears throat> these people are a lot more stubborn. So in this time, that's where that Taurus energy and everything comes in is that, um, Gemini energy wants to be free. Like going back to the analogy of like, let's just utilize um, the error signs. If I'm describing um, mutable, cardinal, and fixed, Gemini is all of the air in the room. It's everything. It's a tiny thing in the corner. It's way over there. It's a, it is all of the things, the freedom of all of the things. And it can soak up anything. And then the... Libra, the cardinal, is the fan, the wind, the movement in this, in the air conditioning is moving air. And then the Aquarius is the alien over there, full of air. We only feel that we can have control of our bubble, whatever that is including. So it's just that. But when we have that fixed energy, that Taurus energy also, plus that Gemini energy, we're like shedding skin feel. And we don't talk, I don't feel like people talk about that much when we switch seasons. Like it feels very uncomfortable coming from a fixed sign into a muted sign. If we were to go muted to fix, I don't feel fucking better in my opinion, but it feels like we're shedding skin right now and it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going, we're we, it, just uncomfortable. Just that word is something we're going to have to adapt right now. You made me think of, um, it's funny. First of all, it's funny you say that because I talked about that with the T-square and how since it's in this fixed sign, um, fixed people have a hard time being adaptable. That's the mutable energy, yeah. right? Is being yes. adaptable yep. because you cardinals like you start it and then fixed is you maintain it, sustain it. And then mutable is you you continue to sustain and maintain while you're overcoming, Doing right? While you're, yeah. yes. So when you just said that whole analogy, it made me think of like being that fixed air bubble, like you said. And while this Gemini energy is kind of sh shooting shit at you, you're yeah. going like, am I going to am I going to keep this as part of my air bubble or not? You know, yeah. and you're discerning before you're letting more air in. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Something else popped in my head, but it just fell out. So, oh, well. <clears throat> I think to ask too, like, does it fit with the long-term goal? Cause I think that is yeah. long, that's kind of like, keep your eye on the prize type energy with Jupiter. There is like, does mm -hmm. like, if you know the big picture and the overarching theme of what you want to feel in your life, then whatever the hell comes in at you, you can be, you can easily filter it through is, does this fit my long-term goal? Like, does this fit my overarching point? And what can you do to add routine wise or to better yourself wise to get to that long-term goal or work on it or whatever? Cause that's, that's Gemini too, is gathering all the fucking information for every single thing, feeling, thought, fart, whatever. So. Ooh, yes. And like also with communication wise, like I had talked about too, like sometimes when I think of Taurus energy and I talked to you about this too, how you'll have like that idea and then you don't have all the things necessary yet to like make that idea come true. Like, for instance, I will get these insights or downloads or whatever you want to call them all the time where I'm like seeing this whole little short animation play out in my head. And it's like explaining some deep yeah. philosophical thing. And I'm like, well, that's cool. You know, it's cool that I had that idea, but I don't know an animator. I don't know a video editor. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it's like, 
that's okay though. I can keep that idea safe somewhere and yeah. um, work again, work on what I'm cultivating. And if that idea is meant to happen, then guess what? One day I'm going to, I'm going to use this Gemini energy to communicate and reach out and talk to people, you know, and then maybe I will find that video editor yep. and it will all come together and I'll be like, wow, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yep. Communication is a thing that we have to do in Gemini season two. So there's that. <laughs> And it can yeah. get exhausting. So just keep in yeah. mind, keep that in mind too. I have, I have a lot of Gemini's in my life. And that's the only thing I will say is that sometimes they exhaust the shit out of me. Yep. They have a lot of, a lot of dumping. hot air. They can, they can dump, <laughs> you know, that dump, they can just do that yeah. infinite, infinitively, like just forever. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Wednesday, Wednesday. May 24th. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, moon will move into Leo. So then we get all the Leo vibes. It's going to make a conjunction to Mars. And when it first moves into Leo, it will oppose Pluto. And it will also square Jupiter and square the notes. <clears throat> so <clears throat> on Wednesday, we are going to start to get to re really feel and again, emotionally process this T-square that happened this last week, weekend. So don't be surprised if something from Saturday pops back up on Wednesday and you cry about it, you know? So okay. like, just keep that in mind and also keep in mind your anger, keep your anger and frustration and check that day too. Because like what you said about shit just exploding, well, again, that's why I'm like, while it's in cancer, you can really just feel the feelings, but then it's going to come in with Mars and Pluto and in Leo, you know? So then the emotions are going to sync up with that uh, inertia and that fire. Yeah. <sighs> I did hear, I was listening to something and everybody, like everybody was saying for these next, cause it feels like the moon stays in Leo for like four fucking days or something. But like, it, it anyone that has a fire moon we're gonna have a real hard time the rest of this week so um really and and i need to know that like i don't want to fear monger and i don't want to i'm just gonna step on a pedestal for one second um i don't need to fear monger i'm not doing anything like that like for me i have an aries moon the most fucking immature of all the moons i need to learn that i'm gonna be a fucking dickhead I need to learn that I need to have myself in check so I'm not a dickhead, you know? But That's I know you well enough to know that you're not the type of person, like you've evolved enough in your moon sign to not use it as an excuse. You use it more as a, um, as a keep, you know, keep an eye on this or watch yeah. out for that or be aware of this. You don't yes. go like, you know, oh, sorry, I called this lady at right. the store a fucking bitch it's because the moon's in leo ha -ha, right. you know and then go on about your life yeah yeah <laughs> no i don't do that i mean i will say that i know that my whole schedule gets fucked up and completely crazy and it's always during mercury retrograde so i know i blame mercury for that but that's literally the only thing for myself other people you I don't think. use it as a scapegoat is what i'm trying to say though like I you still do, deal with your shit i don't mind it when things get rescheduled and i don't have to do anything <laughs> <laughs> well at least you can admit it oh, yeah i'll admit everything <laughs> but that's why i'm way more lenient and i'm like okay that's fine like things come up it's okay i'm very like 
flowy during that Mercury retrograde time. So yes, that's the only that's, time in my life that I allow myself to be probably. So I guess that. Well, and that's a good, that's a perfect way to handle that anyway. You know, yeah. that like, cause everybody's dealing with that shit. So again, you're like, you're yeah. more aware that this yes. is why, like, this is why it's my like laptop learning won't turn thing. on or like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then you can still let it go. You can, yes. you can get through it and move on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Also right. on Wednesday, <laughs> Venus is going to start making a pretty tight square to Chiron. Um, so oh. we have a lot of squares a lot this week in friction type energy. Um, when Venus makes it square to Chiron, it's going to feel similar to what I talked about on Tuesday. Like basically we're just not leaving that energy of just like, you're kind of realizing this wounding that might be taking place from the people, places, and things in your life. Um, and Venus is in Leo now. No, Venus cancer. is in Cancer still, yeah. Oh, duh, because Aries. Okay, so it will be squaring. And how many days is Venus going to be squaring Chiron? Sorry, out of nowhere. We're going to feel it extra on... Um, wednesday but then you'll still feel it on thursday but not it's not going to last that long at, at like a very tight degree anyway is because that's basically what i want to point out if i'm if i sit here and make notes on every little thing then oh it would God, be way yeah. too long so i kind yeah. of just pay special attention yeah. to like those really tight aspects um yeah. but yeah you could definitely still be feeling it for you know a couple of days mm -hmm. but i think that um it's back to that caretaker energy and it's back to that identity wounding, right? It's like how you see yourself, how other people like kind of maybe you're going to be realizing this misalignment when it comes to how you're seeing yourself right now versus how everything else is seeing you. And does that match up? Like are people seeing you for who you really are or are they seeing you for who they want you to be? That's a big thing that might be hitting people. Okay. <clears throat> I know that that is a big thing for a lot of people. So that's a hard thing. And especially with that caretaking energy there too, it can be like, you know, oh, this lady has been my best friend for eight years, but yeah. I'm realizing now that she only sees me as someone who's going to take care of her, someone that's going to help her out, someone that's going to mother her, but she doesn't see me for like who I am, which is all these other things besides just being a caretaker. Yeah. You know, like maybe I want to be validated for what I'm yeah. going through or need help with what I'm going through, like that kind of thing. And we're going to have the energy to be able to say that, to stick yes, up express for ourselves. ourselves. Yes. To do it. But that's why we say with the whole, like, okay, we got some fire going on. Be careful. You know, um, but, it, and it's scary, but people that normally don't have that energy are going to have that energy. And that's so good. But be and careful. Also, everyone's going to be in that energy. Yes. Right. So be so, grateful. Be compassionate. Yeah. I really like that you pointed that out too, because also keep in mind that Mercury is still in its shadow phase. Yeah. So maybe like you figure out how to express yourself, but you write it first, you know, before you oh. say it out loud. So you can kind of make sure you're, you're, you're meaning what you're saying or that you're getting your yeah. point across as best as you can. Right. Um, but then also like Claire said, keep in mind, if you get some whack ass long message from someone chewing your ass out and you don't <laughs> think that you're like, you know, Oh hell no, this isn't right. Like, take take a few seconds take a deep breath and remember what we're saying right now because right. they probably didn't take my advice to sit and write it out first so yeah. they're probably just exploding all over you and it's it's <laughs> i mean aries you know it's immature so and 
but that's why there's so much inner child shit going on right now too though because it it is all this wounding that took place before you matured you know and that's the kind of stuff that really rules your life and i've been noticing like just in this in this because chiron went into aries i want to say in 2018 i think and um just since then well, the pandemic helped a lot because we didn't have anything to do, but a lot of the millennial generation and everything, we are all going back to that nostalgia of like, oh, look how that made me feel. Or look at that. Like we're in all of that. So right now in this moment, here comes that cancer mama energy, actual mom or how you are a mom. So these aren't fun things to be sifting through or feeling or talking about or whatever. Um, but they need to fucking be, you need to fucking do it. Stop pretending that things are okay. Stop sweeping things under the rug. That generation is almost dead. Let it be dead. (laughs) I'm so sick of that. And like with that inner child energy, like I, I know that, uh, like me and you see the same therapist when it comes to that EMDR thing. And one thing I really liked that she does that my previous therapist didn't do is that when you are kind of reprocessing these things, yeah. she will have your um your adult self go back in and, and fix this shit with your with your young self. So like remember, because this was a big so lesson much. for me when it comes to because I am a mom and I also had a very shitty mom. So like a lot of my learning journey has been like, how do I be the mom? I've I've always been like, how do I be the kind of mom? I wish I would have had to my kids. And lately with all this transit energy going on, it's been, how do I be that kind of mom to myself? Because how, you know, like, how is it fair that, and I had my first kid at 19. So like, I haven't, you know, I went straight from wounded child. You've never been able to be a mom to, or have a mom. Like, yeah, me too. Like, we are, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It feels so weird. Like I talked about that. I don't know if I said it in the podcast, but like in Vegas was one of the first times that I felt nurtured. I'm not going to say by like a stranger because it's not a stranger. This is family now. It's Cho's cousin. Um, But I barely know her that well. And I, I know, I don't know how, I don't know how to, I don't know how to be loved. <laughs> I don't know how to be nurtured. I don't know how to feel that. But that's what we need to be in that uncomfortableness. It feels fucking weird. Talk about it. But the more that we keep doing it, the less weird it's going to feel yes. is the same and thing that I good. keep telling myself. Yeah. And it brings all good. Oh my God, the good that that brought, you know? So keep oh, choosing yeah. to be uncomfortable. I, I wanted to say, I saw this quote on Facebook and it says, so many broken children living in grown bodies, mimicking adult lives. I love that. That's perfect for what we're talking about on this day. So. Whoa. Yeah. I know. And I've even- so many TikToks and so many things where it's like, of course, us as millennials, as adults now, we have all these toys and all these things that we didn't get or whatever from the 90s or we got we got it now and we can actually play with it or whatever. Because like, the, okay, trying to like not sidetrack, but like um, it just goes back to the fact of however the fuck it feels to you, like if you buying a Squishmallow or you buying a 
fucking blow up alien on Amazon. Like if that is something that is going to bring you joy and heal little you and uh, just fucking do it, guys. It's so it feels so good. It really does. I didn't have like I'm not saying I'm not going to go into it right now. I will. And I know that that time will be coming. But right now in this moment, I'm not going to go fully into it. But I am now getting to enjoy childhood stuff, playing like that fun. Like that's why we went to Disneyland for our honeymoon. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm off my, I'm done. No, I love that. I love that. I think that I'm like just now finally hitting that chapter in my life. And I have that uncomfortable feeling of like, and I know that it's been hitting me a lot lately of just like, going going and i love this when it comes to pluto it's me saying i'm gonna go to these places and i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna find yeah. because i also know that i have a lot Ooh. of memories that i've locked up somewhere you know deep inside and i can kind of feel these things kind of like like i told you like i had like i just had randomly started crying to a song that oh, made yeah. absolutely no fucking sense and like <laughs> i know that there's things like that that bring me back to a moment in time that i can't quite make sense of yet and it's because i what I moved through my life at the fucking rapid speed of just trying to get to Survive. the next thing. Get to, yeah, exactly. And, um, but it is, it is, I'm more aware now of like what we just said, like when yeah. little kid Erica is coming out versus yeah. adult Erica. And I've even like been having those conversations with my boyfriend where it's like, you know, like for instance, he likes to rush me a lot when we're driving, he does the whole backseat driver thing. And that pisses me off. And I'm like, so in those moments, like it's literally little kid him, you know, that got yelled at to go faster, move faster, go faster. And it's oh, little wow. kid me who had the yelled at to go faster, move faster. And then both of our little kids come out and go, Ugh, ah, being a human is so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> it is like having that couple of like, oh, my trigger triggered your trigger. So we got to like take a day off from each other and then we'll talk about it. Can you even see that that was a trigger? Like, ah. <laughs> yep yep and it's just like then it repeats and then it yep. repeats and it never and that's the thing is that it never fucking stops so don't yeah. feel like you're uh first of all don't feel like you're alone because millions of other people right. in the world are going through the same shit and second of all don't think that you're don't give you up know, yeah or that you're some kind of left behind piece of shit because yeah. you're not there yet this has no finish line oh, God. no one is there yet no my grandma's 90 years old and she still doesn't know what the hell is going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too most people you know you're not going to figure this shit out in one lifetime yep you know like it's too it's not enough time that's okay okay next <gasps> okay thursday, thursday may 25th the moon will still be in leo and mars will start to square the nodes more intensely uh like i think it's like three degrees so ambition to move forward into the future, to leave the past behind, to move into a future that is more authentically aligned with you and to value things that are more authentically aligned with you. Back to the same repetitive message again. Moon will still be in Leo. Finding this authenticity is going to be much easier and it's going to... Um, I also wanted to say, too, that when you're starting to feel real shitty and you're having emotions that you don't know what to do with, being creative in some type of way is going to be a superpower during this time, too. So and if, if you guys don't think that you're creative, because I have so many people that say stuff like that to me, um, you are creative. Put music on. Put, like, dance or listen to music. That's creative. Put on a Disney movie. That's 
Creative. Some of the most logical people I know, like let's take for instance my aunt. She is really good at organizing. Guess what? That's creative. That's creative. Yeah. <laughs> Working out. I always say this to people that are like very big into fitness and stuff. They're like, I'm not creative. I'm like, oh, you make your workouts. That is so creative. Oh my God. Because you're taking your exact body and creating what you want. That's unique so, to you. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like what I mean by this too. set up a life that works for you. Value the things of your life and value should work for you. You yes. know, it's just yeah. you don't mold yes. into others. 100%. Which is why like, I don't like as a um, life coach or whatever, I don't even really want to come up with like some strict program because I yeah, really do. Can. The more that I've learned, I've just realized mm -hmm. every, you just need these little foundational tools. And then you need to make them your own. Yeah. That's such an Aquarius thing to say. It's like, <laughs> figure out the, out the rules and you do your little dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Anything okay. else for Thursday? No. Nope. That's it. So um, Friday, May 26th. Mars is still squaring the nodes. Um, two, okay, one thing I want to add to this too with the fixated energy and the being adaptable thing when we have these squares and frictions, what it really means is like how, okay, so like for instance, if the node, if the north node is in Taurus, it is fixated on that value finding, as I said. Now, the problem is, is that it's if it's not being adaptable and it's just fixated on this value finding, it might not um, adapt when new information presents itself or a obstacle gets put in front of you or whatever the fuck happens, like whatever happens and comes at you in life. How can you still stay fixated on that value finding, but maneuver your way of doing it right? Like maneuver, be adaptable, essentially. Now you can use the friction energy. So you can use that uh, Mars and Leo to help you with that creatively, right? So maybe it's like you I, I can't think of an analogy, so I want you to help with that. <laughs> okay, well, so this thing popped in my head, so I'm going to talk about this. So I uh, just recently started watching a new show on Peacock. Uh, it's Rain Wilson from The Office, Dwight, uh, his show about finding happiness. And, like, he goes all over the world to, like, in pursuit of his, like, happiness or whatever. Because through the pandemic, whatever, he got very depressed and he realized, like, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, so, the first place that he went to was Iceland. And, and it was such a beautiful, amazing, like, story of why these people are so happy. Because they say that Iceland is the, like, happiest place on earth or whatever, like, Everybody says like per capita, blah, 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 whatever. Um, so Iceland, it could be dark one day. It could be raining one day. It could be snowing one day. It could be blah, blah, blah. But the main thing, the main reason why they are happy is that they accept and adapt. And they're like, oh, well, we can't do that today. We'll do that tomorrow. No big deal. We'll just move on. You know, like it's all about accepting and adapting. And that goes back. And I know I've said this before many, many, many years ago, but I did Reiki on a tiny little old cute man who's like 87 years old and he was so full of life and I was like I'm just so curious like what is I don't ever ask that to people because I think it's a little silly but like I wanted to know for him like where does that come from like how have you enjoyed the, your life 
And he's like, it's all about acceptance, kid. You just got to learn to accept everything. So I love that. Yeah. So going into what you were just kind of saying, did that, did I, uh, did I? No, that helped. I think too, that when it comes to this adaptability, um, I think the things, the things that might hit you that require you to adapt might be things where you realize you realize that you have maybe been doing something in a way that hasn't been honoring your authenticity. Oh, so, so that's going to be something that could be coming up in this time. Yes. So don't be beating yourself up. Don't be so hard on yourself. Forgive yourself with that nurture, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. I totally. Oh, that was Grey's Anatomy last week. There was a whole thing that where I can't talk about it because it'll spoil. <laughs> it'll spoil the whole thing. <clears throat> but it was all about that. Like, oh my gosh, this is going to undo years of work. But now I know the difference and I have to change. Yes. And that's kind of what I said, too, about the uncomfortableness when when you don't bypass Pluto with it. Right. Because um, like, I guess the way that I kind of think about it is like something like you've been doing something a certain way and then something comes up and you're just like, holy shit, I just realized that I've been doing it that way because when I was five, my mom told me that she would love it if blah, 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 blah. And that's the whole reason I've been doing it subconsciously this whole time, but I never fucking even liked it or wanted to do it in the first place. You know, that kind of shit will be kind of like coming up. Good. So hold yourself through that, guys. It's gonna be emotional. But it does feel uncomfortable because like uh, one example I always use for this is I always think of like a scientist. Like if you if you take a scientist and he came up with this theory and then he spent 20 years of his career trying to prove this theory or build more research towards this theory. And then 20 years later, some other young little whippersnapper scientist come out, comes out and completely disproves his theory. He has a very fork in the road thing going on. He can either cognitively dissonate to save his ego and somehow try to skirt his way around that and be like, no, my theory is still accurate. Or he can be humble and be like, wow, I just lost 20 years of my life to this, but I will still maneuver and adapt because I still love and care about science. And I still love and care about the values of hypothesis yes. and like you know what i mean the the rules of of science and so then he will he will adjust and move into yeah. a, his next theory right yeah that's all ego you're gonna allow your ego to go to the side and yeah choose what's right choose what's yeah right that's the only way that i can think of it yes to be following your overarching your overarching goal that should encapsulate these long-term goals is in values and everything should be aligned with your values. So if you know your values, then you like, you know, if that scientist, if his value was science and the love of science, then he would value that enough to not let his ego win that battle. And that's all shit that you were supposed to be doing during Taurus season. So you should know your values. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Also on this day, Venus is going to make a sextile to Uranus. So again, unexpected shit is going to happen, is going to come up. I definitely feel that strongly. And you are going to need to learn how to adapt. That's essentially the theme of Friday. Yeah. I mean, we are still in Mercury retrograde shadow phase. We are in Gemini season. 
And now here comes Uranus into the crew. Like, yikes. It's going to be like, okay. But, but that's what the fun of it is. Like, what if this is a, like, oh my God, we had to take a wrong turn or whatever. And we ended up in this one gas station, but this lady was like, oh my gosh, I can't go to this fucking amazing concert. Can you take these tickets? And fuck, like, you know? Yep. And it, and it is like that because it's making a sextile. So it's a good thing. It's like, uh, yeah. I also think of it too, as like being like being in the right place at the right time for that caretaking purpose. You know, like maybe somebody breaks down on the side of the road and then someone else, you know, happens to take a wrong turn, but they were just there when that other person needed them to take care of them in that moment. Um, if you are a woman, don't ever stop. That's just my <laughs> my own opinion. That's no, I get opinion. it. I get it. I've been watching this show called Power on... Um, I think it's called the power on Amazon. And it's like these women start gaining these like electric superpowers. And it's like this whole women revolution thing. And I was saying to my boyfriend last night, I'm like, sometimes, you know, like, that's what it would like. It, that's what it would take almost for us to be strong enough to stand up to men. Like we'd have to form some kind of like superpower. So they'd all be scared of us, you know? Anyways, that was a side rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's it for Friday, Saturday. Hey! <clears throat> um may 27th so the moon will move into virgo and start to square the sun in gemini we are going to have a mutable square more wow. of this being adaptable thing um but it's in the adaptable signs yep so it's uh it's more about being adaptable about what you know versus what other people are telling you so like information input versus information output or information input versus information that you hone in on that you already own you know Vir i always think of virgo as that like wise old sage in a cave okay. in a cave you know as to where gemini all of the is, answers like, the are within yes and then gemini is all of the answers are without <laughs> there you go good way of putting that yeah so it's uh remaining and one thing i want to point out when it comes to squares or oppositions it's like it's not either or so it's not like oh, you're either going to be this energy or that energy. The whole point in these aspects is that it's both and, you know, yep. you're able to be adaptable with information coming in and you're able to be adaptable about the information you already have. That was great. Um, also Saturn <laughs> and Pisces will be squaring the sun. So Pisces will okay. be part of this. Uh, well, the feelings come into it all. Okay. But again, the moon moves quick, so you're yep. you're going to be feeling that Saturn square sun more so all day than the moon square sun. Um, <clears throat> so when I say that, and the and Saturn being in Pisces, and I've I've actually been breaking that down more lately too about Saturn and Pisces being about these um, this revamp on old, worn out spiritual traditions. Oh, I heard you say that. Yes, I love that. So And being that, okay with that. I've had a lot of Pisces energy come to me, or even if you have, like, have your North Node in Pisces or your Saturn in Pisces, like all this Pisces energy is coming to me now. Like, I think I need to like add something spiritual or something. Like, I'm a little lost. Like, so follow it. Follow it, everybody. That's what that call is. 
Yeah, back to that scientist analogy, you know, like, let's say for the last 20 years, you've been believing something spiritually, and now you're getting hit with like, again, are you going to be humble enough to go? Because to me, personally, spirituality is a very personal thing. And I think that that's why everybody's been getting hit with this lately is because maybe you've been following something outside of yourself. And this is kind of parents believed or what your town believed or both or blah, blah, blah. Or you've been just, you know, religiously listening to some spiritual guru on YouTube yeah. for the last 10 years, you know, whatever it might be. I think we're all getting hit with that right now. Just like, no, this is this comes from within. And if something within me is telling me that I need to change course in my direction right now, then that's more important than whatever guru Sally on YouTube says. Yep. <sighs> yeah. And that's that information input and output again, too, you know, so maybe you start to kind of go through the people that you listen to on YouTube or the people that you follow on social media or the religious friends that you surround yourself with or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe you kind of play a little bit of clean house with this information input that isn't authentically aligned with you anymore. Mm. Of course, that Virgo moon comes in and cleans house. I love it. I kind of want to coin this week. Um, it reminds me of like this, this whole week is kind of like when you first start an RPG video game and you get to build your character. Like that is this week, you know, like you are in build your character phase right now because you have transformed. You have went through this whole journey of leaving this past you behind and coming into this new you. Values, so you get to, new yeah. everything. Yeah. So you get to use this week to be like, you know, putting in all the stats. And- the testing, the almost testing phase. Like, I don't even know anything about video games, but I know that there's something that you can play where you it doesn't count against whatever. What is that? Like a beta or something? Like a, a testing round or a free round or whatever. You know what I mean? Something like that. Okay. <clears throat> Practice round. Oh, yeah. Like training, training round or practice yeah. round. Yeah, I get you. Okay. Yeah. You get to take your, your new character through this and kind of uh, test the test the limits. All of the <laughs> limits. Everything comes into aspect this week, it feels like. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, your pain. How good of a caretaker are you? How uh, how much, how healthy is your inner child? What are your values? Are your spiritual traditions out over, you know, outdated? Like, yeah, a lot of that going on. Yeah. Fun. I love it. Okay, yeah. so la- last day, Sunday, Sunday. Um, May 28th. So the moon is still in Virgo. Clean house energy is still going on and Jupiter nears north to the north node. So I think that this is going to be that kickoff of like, you know, you're, you're getting more abundance. You're getting more luck. You're getting more expansion into this goal of where you're moving towards in the future. So like, and I've noticed in my own personal life that the more that I just live within these transits, the more mm-hmm. these things really do pay off. Because if you... Yep. If you hit Sunday and you're just like, it's still not working, like take a set assessment then real quick. Be like, what did I do this whole week prior to get me ready for this moment? Because if I didn't do shit to get me ready for this moment, then why am I mad that I'm not reaping the results? Yes. You have to put in work. You are always growing. Every single human is growing. 
That includes Ooh. your mental health. That includes your emotional health. That includes your spiritual health in all ways. So you have to always be learning and be open to that. Because if you're not, then that's, you get left in the dust and you become a stubborn old person and nobody wants you here anymore. I like that you just said all that with the, with the Virgo energy coming into this too, because it's like, are you, are you one of those people that think that if you're one of those people that think that you have met some kind of finish line and you're this expert, I said this in my video too, where it's like, you get to this point where you're just like, well, I am the expert of what I know. And so now I'm going to go and I'm going to change, I'm going to like teach this and I'm going to mentor people and I'm going to become this, like this guiding force that everyone can look up to. And they should all, they should all aspire to attain the same level that I do because I have mastered it. But what the problem with that is, is that that master isn't continuing to unfold oh. and grow and learn yeah. because they think they already fucking yeah. know everything. What is that and saying? Like glass ceiling or something like, Oh yeah. yeah. It's like something like there's no ceiling. Like you are always going to keep evolving. You should always aspire to anyways. That's the healthy way. And it is exhausting and it does suck, but it's also exhausting and it sucks really bad to not choose to grow too, because you lose. Well, people you know what, lot. you know what feeling stuck feels like, you know, do you yeah. want to feel stuck always, or do you want to feel uncomfortable? You want to feel uncomfortable. Both is uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uncomfortable exactly. good towards the good going towards the good or uncomfortable staying stubborn and stuck in the past. Ooh, you made me think of one more quick analogy too. I watched this lady on YouTube. I can't remember who or what or whatever. So I'm just going to say it. But she explained how like when you disassociate from your emotions, um, it's because or like you're you're trying to always stay busy to disassociate from your emotions. She's like, it feels like there's these wolves chasing you and these wolves are your emotions. And so you're always trying to outrun them and outrun them and outrun them. Like it's so terrifying, right? Because it feels like fucking yeah. wolves. But the second that you stop running and you just sit down, you let those wolves come to you, they suddenly turn into a fucking silly, goofy looking platypus, right? And you're like, oh, I was running away from this fucking wolf this whole time. And if I would have just like sat down with this wolf and realized it wasn't a fucking wolf, I wouldn't need to be running my whole life. Yeah. Or it could just, they make friends with you. You know? Yeah, that too. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. I have to read platypus and maybe it'll come up for other people, but it, it has come up like so many times recently. Um, oh yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's why I keep okay. it in my head. So this is a time of heightened sensitivity. So pay close attention to the cues that your body gives you. Take time to discover the layers of meaning behind any significant encounters. There we go. That's the main thing. So rather than trying to adapt to, Others demands or their pace stay in tune to your own internal rhythms and move with those accordingly. Fucking perfect. Wow. The situation before you requires you to have absolute faith in the process and go with the flow, neither resisting nor being passive and non-responsive. Your clairvoyance is increasing and you will find that you are more readily trusting your inner vision. Include food in your diet that's underground, such as potatoes and carrots. Mm. Cool. Which also makes sense because when we talk about Taurus energy and we are we are sustaining and building these deep roots into what is in alignment for yeah. ourselves yeah it's the long haul thing wow ah that was cool okay so the platypus thing so let's go into i have honey on everything right now it like wow 
So this is what I was talking about. We have the fucking seven of cups. So this is the delusional card. There's only one path to the heart. However, finding it may be difficult. Am I supposed to be reading tarot right now? We're done, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, no, okay. you're, right, okay. you're right on track. <laughs> okay, finding it may be difficult as the mind can easily play tricks on you and get confused by the shimmer and seduction of the outside world. Only one pathway will take you where you want to go. And to know this path, you need to only feel and attend to the information within your heart. I'm going to read the rest of this. The patch floats through this heavy underwater realm and observes the multitude of possibilities suspended around him. Seven cups appear to him as a dreamlike state showing all that can be experienced from riches and contentments to phantoms, serpents, and dragons. Yet which cup will deliver that desired outcome? Only one will lead him to where his soul truly wishes to go. So it's the heart that you have paid attention to. Okay, so that one. This is the Sacred Cycles book again, and we got the Passion Flower card. I am courageous. How Leo energy. <laughs> okay, Passion Flower invites you to acknowledge what is new and unknown within you. Gently unfurling to climb and wind its way to new heights in the world of herbalism, Passion Flower is an ally for soothing the nerves and to help unwind the fixated mind. Witness your inner dialogue and assess it and assess it whether certain repeat uh, whether certain repeating thought patterns truly serve you. Wow. With its otherworldly blossoms, Passion Flower teaches you that each new adventure may begin with a mystery as you navigate towards new possibilities. This flower friend holds you within the realm of infinite potential and asks you to cultivate your courage. You can find inspiration as its ever-reaching vines are the ways of the twist and the twine between many obstacles and pursuits of growth. It's time for you to reach towards uncharted domains and beyond the spaces that you've grown used to. I love how it always just like uh, perfect. The it always gives me chills at the end when you I read. Know. Honestly, yeah, it's I love so it. Weird. And we used to do that even with our daily shit. Yep. Was always like that too. I love it. It's crazy. Uh, the journal prompt with this it says, "Where in my life could I use a bit of courage to ensure I continue on my own?" growth journey wow i'm a, we have to put that in the thing i'll write it in the youtube or whatever um okay the next one is contra natrium against nature whoa what does that mean oops it's probably way in the back it just got really hot in here L-V-I. Here we go. Willfulness to force or control. On some level, we all know when we are going against nature. We recognize it in feelings of impatience and agitations that arise when trying to force certain outcomes. 
The Contra Natrium Cardivi arrives to remind the alchemists that they cannot control the uncontrollable. Nature has its way of enveloping us in a wild narrative that we can collaborate in, but not dictate. No matter our efforts to manage every aspect of our lives, the mess ensues. Spring is soggy. The lotus requires mud. People do what they do. This card heeds a warning to not fight the flow of Mother Nature or destiny. Once we loosen the grips of what we think life should look like, a whole new realm of possibilities awakens. Now is the time to be radically open to what nature has in store for you. Love it. Dude, it's funny that it says that too, because I when I talked about the Plus, the Pluto Mars thing, that is exactly what I said with that bypassing Pluto. As I'm like, oh. basically, Pluto is the shit that the power. Yeah. It's the power that's out of your control as to yep. where Mars is the the control you try to project onto things yep. and how those will be like a power struggle, right? Yep. So the perfect. whole week. Wow. So it also says in here, be mindful this card appears with the Saturn or the Iron card. No. Um, think of this card as a trying to force a square peg into a round hole. There is likely a solution waiting for you to see it. Shake things up, dance, tell a joke, take a break. Love it. Oh, weird. Watch the Talking Heads music video, Nothing But Flowers. And to ponder what we resist, we persist. I love that. Talking Heads. I remember them. I know me too. I want to look that up too. What's the name of the song again? Um, It says in parentheses, nothing but. And then out of the parentheses, it says flowers. So I don't okay. know. Yeah. Woo. Okay. So this is going to be a big week. But we, we've been doing the work. We're here. We're doing it. We're, we've got this. Yeah, we really do. We just have to bob and weave, accept and adapt. Like, I mean, here we are. We're in muted energy again. And that is all about going with the flow. I feel like it's I cool just too because I talked about, yeah, because Pisces season. We did. We were talking in Pisces season. Yeah. Did we, did we do a podcast? I don't know. No. But... No, we didn't. That's oh, right. That was when we were was crazy. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Here's another muted season. Are we going to let it be crazy or are we going to flow with it? And, you know, back to that inner child lessons of Leo, like it said at the end of that card, you know, like, have you like, have you ever seen a kid play? Like, I'll watch my six-year-old play with her Legos. And if she's getting frustrated that this Lego piece isn't, you know, working out the way she thought, she will just get the fuck up and start playing with her dolls. You know what I mean? So and then she'll switch, go back to it later. And adapt. Yeah. And she'll go back to it later and she'll figure it out. But she just needed to give her head some space from it for a sec, you know? So, like, I think that's a good um, thing to keep in mind yeah. as we go forward, too. And to keep that overarching thing about, you know, the authenticity thing. You know, and maybe it's not like, for instance, with my with this new moon, when I did my intention setting, I didn't write down a bunch of shit of like, you know, oh, I want a new refrigerator or, you know, 
$10,000 or like whatever. I didn't write down shit like that. Like instead I wrote down like, I want to be more in touch with my emotions. I want to be more consistent with my morning routine. I think the reason why I did that is because I'm basically saying to the universe, hey, that external shit that I want, you know it, but I want it to be what's right for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to focus on me. You all focus on bringing me the shit that I need, you know? And that's the long haul. Like you got to take care of yourself before anything else can fucking go right. So that that's you taking care of yourself step by step, whatever. And then those things will come, you know? So yeah. Yay. (laughs) So okay. Eric is going to be traveling all over and we're going to try to connect the next couple Mondays. Um, but again, here we are muted season, whatever. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen and it's okay. Um, <clears throat> is there anything that's like crazy that's coming up while you're going to be gone that you can think of? I, I don't, I don't know right off the top of my head that I can, I don't, think so i want to see most of the other big shifts i don't know Old there probably is. is on the third yeah i don't want to say that there's not because i'm sure that there is but um i will say that What's i that? do think i will still be able to do yeah. this podcast and i also want to say that um even like besides the podcast i will still always like yeah, i always make posts and talk yeah. about you know things going on so Just yeah don't be yeah. don't be worried about it yeah okay all Speaking right of which, um down in the description box below, you will find links to all of Claire's stuff and all of my stuff. And if you're interested in working with us together, also reach out and let us know. Um, if you have any questions or feedback, feel free to comment down below or send us an email. And don't forget to like and subscribe and share if you find our message valuable. Valuable. If you find this valuable, help us out. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, thank you all. And again, thank you all for bearing with us as we're just trying to develop. Like we have new stuff at the beginning. We might have timestamps. We might have like, I just, we're, we're trying, we're trying. Eric is learning so many new things and I appreciate it. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.